Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to The Shit Show. Welcome to the world of the media. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode. Why do we even say this? People know what they're <laughs> listening to when they click on it. Uh, did you know that you're actually listening to the shit show the shit right show? now? Um, how have you guys been? You can't reply, which is my favorite type of conversation. <laughs> but we just talk at you for an hour. Oh, shit. Is this going to be an hour-long episode? Oh, I hope not. Me too. And I hope for your guys' sake that it's not either. Um, what are we talking about today, Rubes? Today we're talking about Alan DeGeneres and I guess fall from grace yeah or even going into why the fuck is everyone talking about Ellen DeGeneres right now yeah so here's the story folks so guys we all know Ellen Ellen who in 1997 came out in an appearance on the Oprah Winfrey show Ellen who's gone from comedian to actor to world-renowned host of the Ellen show Ellen who's won 30 Emmys 20 People's Choice Awards, which is more than any other person, and who most importantly voiced Dory from Finding Nemo and then respectively Finding Dory. But Ellen has come under fire as of late, hasn't she, Robes? Yeah. There's a lot that's been uncovered in the last few weeks about the workplace culture, toxic culture, and sexual allegations, and also racism. Mm, So we really want to get to the bottom of why everyone's talking about it right now. We want to look through these reports and work through this with you guys. Yeah, because these kind of allegations do need to be taken very seriously. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? So the conversation around Alan kind of first started to surface or when, you know, we first heard about it was after a photo of her and George Bush at an NFL game started circulating late 2019. So just so you guys are reminded, George Bush once did endorse a constitutional amendment against same-sex marriage, which... It's interesting for Ellen to have chosen him as her company because, as we all know, she's married to Portia and has, you know, done fantastic things in progressing the rights of same-sex marriage Absolutely. and the rainbow community. Um, and then, Rubes, do you remember that Dakota Johnson interview where... Oh, it's so awkward. Yeah. So, basically, around the similar time, Dakota Johnson, you guys might know her from Fifty Shades of Grey... Um, went on the Alan show and Alan said something along the lines of, I wasn't invited to your birthday party. And then it turns out that she was, in fact, invited. But that weekend, she was actually watching the NFL with George Bush. So I'm just going to insert some audio from that interview here because it's kind of uncomfy to listen to, isn't it? It's good to see you. Happy belated birthday. When was your birthday? It was October 4th. October 4th. (laughs) 
You turned 30. I did. And um, how was the party? I wasn't invited. Actually, no, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited. Last year, no, last time I was on the show, last year, you gave me a bunch of about not inviting you, but I didn't even know you wanted to be invited. Well, who doesn't want to be invited to a party? Well, I didn't even know you liked me. <laughs> of course I like you. You knew I liked you. You've been on the show many times, and, and don't I show like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I did invite you, and you didn't come. So. This time you invited me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I don't think so. Ask everybody. <laughs> Ask Jonathan, your producer. Who okay. said you were? I yeah, was invited? Right Why didn't I go? I don't know. Was it, was it? it oh yeah, I had that thing. Um, <laughs> it was probably in Malibu. That's too far for me to go to. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. No, I think I do remember I was invited. Thank you. I think knowing also the context makes it even more like, oh, oh fuck. Shit. Yeah. So anyway, Rubes, this whole Ellen conversation this year has kind of reared its ugly head again in, in quite a few different ways, whether mm-hmm. it's about Ellen as a person or about her workplace, which we'll get to later. Do you want to kind of explain what's happened here and how this has developed? Yeah, so... It was definitely bubbling under the surface for a while there after the George Bush thing. And a lot of people have come out recently and said, oh, we've known about this kind of toxic culture for years. However, I think this really read its head, as you said, when Kevin T. Porter, who is a writer and a comedian, tweeted, right now we all need a little kindness, you know, like Ellen DeGeneres always talks about. She's also notoriously one of the meanest people alive. Respond to this with the most insane stories you've heard about Alan, be- Alan being mean, and I'll match every one with $2 to the LA Food Bank. I guess this is the first time that Alan's maybe not so squeaky clean image was questioned. Yeah, like, well, questioned on such a large scale, and where people were openly attacking her. With no need for corroboration, cross-referencing, you know, yeah. Twitter is kind of, it can be it's a as fictional rule. as yeah. you want it. And me and Rubes will get to our thoughts on on the way that this played out in a little bit after Ruby's described the Twitter thread. So one of the replies was TV writer Benjamin Simon who said, she has a sensitive nose, so everyone must chew gum from a bowl outside her office before talking to her. And if she thinks that you smell that day, you have to go home and shower. Also, author Alison Fair wrote, I was working on a show with Warner Bros. that was next to her stage. It was our showrunner's 50th birthday. Caterers grilling steak outside for special fancy lunch. Alan sent someone over to demand they stop as she doesn't eat mean. She's the worst. There was heaps more about her character. Like, those are both kind of about her sensitive nose and her taste preferences. Mm-hmm. It gave a space for fans to, or for anybody that had ever met her in public or claimed to have seen her in public, talk about their experiences, namely negative experiences. And I think it's really important that we don't, we can't assume all of these are true or, like, we don't know if they're mm. true. There's no way for us to know. I think bringing this to Twitter... First of all, Mm. I don't think is helpful. It's like you're there trying to say that Ellen is a bully. You have freedom of speech. But you are then getting all these people to rally around and kind of bully her back. Yeah, I think by doing this, 
Kevin has kind of foregone any right to say that he is better than Alan. But well, he's, you know, a really nice person, like he prefaced it. Like, can we just talk about how he said, right now we all need a little kindness, and then got people to say the nastiest things that Alan has ever done, like, in itself... How was that? How is that bringing a little kindness to anything? Uh, yeah, exactly. He literally says, "We all need a little kindness right now," and then goes on to kind of set people all against this one person. And maybe he thought he was doing a good thing by saying that he was going to donate to the LA Food Bank. But I think that's just a gross way to but use charity. It's a hugely gross way, mm-hmm. and yeah, I just I I disagree with it. Yeah. So anyway, guys, this thread obviously the media got hold of it. You know, on Twitter, you can say whatever you want. Some of them might have been true. We don't want to downplay anyone's experience mm. that they had with Ellen, but I I don't know. I just think taking it to Twitter as a to publicly shame. It's very cancelly yeah. motivated. Yeah. Anyway, so that happened in March, and then as a whole world went into lockdown things got a bit more sour this happened after alan posted a video to her twitter which many people considered very insensitive in this video she compared isolation to being in jail which rightly quite a lot of people took issue with this was a time when prison inmates were at an increased risk of contracting Mm covid19 and also dying from covid19 and Seeing Alan in her luxury mansion compare her experience with isolation to prison, I mean, it's, it was a very unfair mm. comparison. Just tone deaf. Yeah, it was, it was extremely tone deaf. Following this, Variety reported that staff of Alan's show had not received any communication about the status of their working hours during lockdown. Alan's show did stay on air. However, the staff's hours and wages were cut back quite a lot. And a lot of employees took this opportunity to speak out about how Alan's be kind narrative was not shown to them. And this was a pretty stark comparison to shows like the Jimmy Kimmel show, where the host himself did actually pay wages of the stagehands out of his own pocket. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so initially, anyway, he did do this, and rightfully so, Alan's staff were were not happy. So that is where everything kind of takes off. Yeah, well, fast forward to July 17th. BuzzFeed published a bombshell report by Christy Lee Yandoli, where a group of former and current Alan Show staff spoke out against the program and, um, you know, they made allegations about what the culture was like behind the scenes. So just to kind of preface how this chat's going to go, this was an initial report that was about the toxic work environment that had a culture of racism, of fear and intimidation. Later on, we're going to talk about another BuzzFeed report that was about sexual misconduct. So they're two different reports both about the Alan Show, both from employees. Mm-hmm. So this first report included 10 former and one current Alan employee who all spoke anonymously um, that were describing the environment of the show. They talked about being fired from the show for taking medical leave, attending family funerals, one for posting a selfie in the office on her Instagram stories. All of this sounds so ridiculous, but many of these accusations were corroborated mm. by multiple other staff members. So I think that's because some of these I was reading and I was like, surely not. But mm-hmm. they were all corroborated. Yeah. 
Um, and you guys, we will link the reports in the show notes. They're really long and in depth and you can hear accounts from all the employees that we are just summarizing here. So for one employee, they said after working on the Allen show for nearly a year, uh, they took medical leave for a month to check into a mental health facility for a suicide attempt. And then the week that they actually returned to work, they were told that their position had been eliminated. Yeah. Which this really doesn't need much discussion as to why that is so, so fucked up. And for a TV show that, you know, champions um, positivity and mental health and breaking the stigmas and things like that, that needs to be reflected in your practices. That's just... Oh my God, yeah, it's, it's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, another employee said that they set up a GoFundMe page to help pay for some medical expenses that weren't covered by their work insurance. This employee was then called into head office and told to take the page down as it reflected poorly on the show, could create bad press or hurt Alan's image, which, like, I'm sorry, just pay your employees enough or help them out. That accusation, it makes all of the other acts that Alan has done almost seem performative, Mm. which I'm not saying they all are, Mm -hmm. but when you compare it with one of their own Mm -hmm. who they will not only not help out but then makes efforts to make sure the image isn't hurt by not helping out Mm. and the thing is is that so many people want to work for for the Ellen DeGeneres show that it's easier to let them go and hire new people than to kind of have this unsatisfaction with the job bubbling within the workplace and and that is true not just for the Alan DeGeneres show for any big company or corporation that people strive to work for also guys we know this isn't all coming from Alan's mouth this um, report was largely condemning the acts of the executives they are the ones that were mentioned most frequently and we'll get to a bigger conversation about that in just a second another employee account about the racism and discrimination that they'd faced while working on the show. So a black woman who worked for Alan for a year and a half said that she experienced racist comments, actions, and microaggressions. She spoke about a time when a writer claimed not to know who she was because they, quote-unquote, only know the names of the white people who work here, as well as a time when a senior-level producer told her and another black employee, "'Oh, wow, you both have box braids,' I hope we don't get you confused. That's, it's just disgusting. Well, it's it gets worse because when she spoke up about this discrimination, her colleagues began to distance themselves from her, referring to her as the PC police. Mm-hmm. So she ceased to work there on her own accord and fucking fair enough. So um, executive producers Andy Lassner, Ed Galvin and Mary Connolly responded to this report, this initial one, Over the course of nearly two decades, 3,000 episodes, and employing over 1,000 staff members, we have strived to create an open, safe, and inclusive work environment. We're truly heartbroken and sorry to learn that even one person in our production family has had a negative experience. It's not who we are and not who we strive to be and not the mission Alan has set for us. For the record, the day-to-day responsibility of The Alan Show is completely on us. We take all of this very seriously and we realise... As many in the world are learning that we need to do better, are committed to do better, and we will do better. So they took the rap for it there. Because mm. is that a top-down decision again? Yeah, like how quickly they were to throw themselves under the bus and 
be like, mm-hmm. no, Alan was not to blame. Well, because their cushioned. jobs all rest on the fact that Alan's brand continues to exist. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I completely agree. Also, and it could be due to the fact that, you know, the report itself was not targeted towards Alan as a person. It was targeted towards it the was, Alan DeGeneres show. It was very much targeted at these three producers. Mm-hmm. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. So, Rubes, do you want to tell us what happened next? After BuzzFeed released this article, understandably, it made huge waves in the industry and... I mean, in the media worldwide, mm. um, Warner Bros, who distribute the show, announced that they were conducting an independent inquiry into the culture. And what they said about this was, though not all of the allegations were corroborated, we're disappointed that the primary findings of the investigation indicated some deficiencies related to the show's day-to-day management. The statement carried on to say, we have identified several staffing changes along with the appropriate measures to address the issues that have been raised and are taking the first steps to implement them. Interesting that Warner Bros did preface it a little bit saying that not all allegations were corroborated. Mm. Fair enough, a little bit of a... A dig. A little bit of a dig. To kind of undermine, like, maybe... Maybe we shouldn't be taking this quite as seriously as we are, don't know. Mm-hmm. And also, some of them, of course, they can't be corroborated if they happened one person to another person. Yeah. Um, okay, and we could expect that they were saying that they are going to take the steps needed to take. Yeah, I have heard that producer Ed Galvin, who was pretty heavily accused in the BuzzFeed article, has been sacked. I mean, it, I can't. You can't even applaud that because it it should have happened a long time ago. Exactly, Ruby. What I do want to talk to you about now is the letter that Ellen then sent to her staff. So she said, "Hey, everybody, it's Ellen. On day one of our show, I told everyone in our first meeting that the Ellen DeGeneres show would be a place of happiness. No one would ever raise their voice, and everyone would be treated with respect." Obviously something changed and I'm disappointed to learn that this has not been the case. And for that, I am sorry. Anyone who knows me knows it's the opposite of what I believe and what I hoped for our show. She goes on to say things like, and I'm just going to take some quotes from the letter. I could not have the success I've had without all of your contributions. My name is on the show and everything we do, I take responsibility for that. She said, I'm also learning that people who work with me and for me are speaking on my behalf and misrepresenting who I am and that has to stop. As someone who has judged and nearly lost everything for just being who I am, I truly understand and have deep compassion for those being looked at differently or treated unfairly, not equal or worse, disregarded. To think that any one of you felt that way is awful to me. She continued to say that the show and how they operate was going to change. She was still so proud of the work that they do and she wants everyone to love the show and have a good experience while making it. So it was a very Ellen letter. Mm -hmm. I do wonder, what are your thoughts on the letter? I'm glad that she 
took responsibility, full mm-hmm. responsibility. However, I can't help but think had this never been reported on, this never would have happened. It's you like know? that with everything, eh? Yeah, it's, it's a reaction. She's not being proactive about this culture. She's reacting to her name now being dragged through the mud. And this is a question we can't answer, but how likely is it that you don't know what's happening within the company you've built? And is it your responsibility as someone who takes all the good parts of the Allen brand, mm-hmm. you need to take the bad parts as well. So you need to be looking at your workplace culture. That's a huge part of being at the top of a big brand like this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at her core, at the fundamental level, her show is all about spreading happiness and being kind. And if Alan is not, you know, if she's insulated from the very culture of her own business itself and what's happening and she doesn't know her workers well enough to see that this is actually what is happening behind the scenes then I think this does actually say quite a lot about her as a person and yeah again it makes her niceness and the show seem quite performative that Mm. when the cameras turn on she is this amazing incredible person but that's clearly there's a bit of a separation between that and what Mm. her employees may see. Well, I think we need to also take into account that people change at the start of her career. Of course, you know, her persona and being lovely and nice and progressive, that's enough and and you have a small staff around you and you're in touch with everything going on. She now has this huge company and we can't just assume that she's the exact same person from the beginning of all of that to now because we've seen time and time again you know Mm. fame gets to people's heads Mm -hmm. um you get out of touch yeah when you are insulated like you said before from kind of what's happening in the lower levels of your business that's when things get fucked up there's a kiss up kick down situation that happens that anyone below you is kissing up to you and saying yes everything's going amazing don't worry we're doing a really good job and then the people below you you're treating like shit so that you can keep the show running and telling Ellen Mm. that you're doing a really good job and, you know, things are fine. Yeah. Which I think comes into play, especially from the producers up to Ellen. Quite a few people have said she's in this little bubble and she has no idea what's happening. Other reports have come out and said, you know, she knew, but she just didn't want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Like, she just felt like that wasn't her problem, which... Or maybe she felt like it wasn't her place. She's got people she's hired to do that, which you should never think. Yeah, but that's just a full-on, you know, cop-out. When it's your show, when you... Get the benefits of the money, the fame, the clout, you know, you also take the negatives. Absolutely. So her taking responsibility for it, I'm glad that she realises that. I just think that it should have happened a long time ago. And then I do wonder how much she did know about her workplace culture because just hours after this letter was posted, dozens of former staffers spoke out in a new BuzzFeed report alleging sexual misconduct from several of the top producers on her show. Her addressing, you know, the workplace culture in the letter, she could have taken that as an opportunity if she knew about any of this other stuff to speak about you know, if you really knew what was going on within your show, wouldn't you want to, if you were sending out a letter, try and safeguard yourself against what you knew was about to come out next? I think probably she would have hoped that this letter would have just been the end of it. Yeah. But no, 
It was not. So in this latest report, dozens of staffers from the Ellen DeGeneres show came out and alleged sexual misconduct from several top producers on her show. Most of them were centered around the head writer and executive producer Keith Lemon, who's been accused of groping and propositioning male staff members. There was other allegations about Ed Galvin, who we talked about before, who's being let go from the show. The, uh, the report, you will link it in the show notes. It goes into a lot of the examples of this inappropriate behavior, this misconduct. And pretty much, Lehman has responded fiercely denying mm-hmm. everything that was alleged against him. And so that is kind of where we're at now. Yeah. So Alan hasn't responded to this report. As of Friday the 7th of August yeah. when we're recording this. Uh, however, a lot of celebrities have actually come forward in her defense to offer support to Alan and say that she has always treated them kindly. Celebrities that this includes is Katy Perry, Ashton Kutcher, Kevin Hart, Jay Leno, Scooter Braun. You know, there's. Are we going to take what he says yeah. seriously? There's a whole lot of them. Mm. I I do think though that they're completely missing the point. Yeah, this is not about them. In a way, it's almost kind of exacerbating the problems. It just shows that you treat the people that are going to elevate your brand and your persona with respect. But how do you treat the people behind the cameras? It it makes it seem like there is really this disconnect between people who are potentially going to do wonders for Alan's brand, who are celebrities who have the fame, the wealth that is also important in the entertainment industry. They are treated well, but anyone who is just a lowly employee Mm. does not receive the same kind of experience. So we know that Alan can be nice. You know, nobody is questioning that That she she can can be nice. To certain celebrities, yeah, Yeah, you can be nice. Absolutely, but it's much deeper than that. I also do think it's important for us to note that there is a difference between talking about the workplace culture that exists at the Alan DeGeneres show And then Ellen DeGeneres as a person and the way she treats celebrities and other people. Like you were saying, it's two completely different kettles of fish, if you want to put it like that. It's like with the workplace culture, that is a whole system that, yeah, maybe you didn't know about it, maybe you did, but you have created that there's racism, there's sexual assault allegations, all of that really awful stuff. And then celebrities coming out and saying, yeah, I had a bad experience with her. I had a good experience with her. It doesn't discredit that whole report, but it takes away from it. I think they're two Mm. different things. And we need to take the reports really, really seriously. With the other celebrities, I don't care that much for celebrities. And I just think what you think of Ellen doesn't change anything for me but the way Alan treats people within the workplace does. I think it's very individualistic for these celebrities to not recognize their privilege that this changes the way that people treat you and that you're predispositioned to be treated better because of your fame. I also think it's interesting to think about this whole situation if it wasn't Alan because right now We know Alan is a progressive gay woman who has done a lot of good. Mm -hmm. And so we have this pedestal that we've put her on that has caused this fall from grace, as you called it earlier, to seem catastrophic because 
People aren't expecting it. Ellen has built her narrative on being a good person and for the most part that we have seen, she has been. So now people feel like that was, this was all an illusion or a mm. facade and, and because they were expecting things from her, is that the reason that everyone is holding her to such high standards and that this report has really been damning? Yeah, I think this is where it kind of gets me. I was reading an article on this whole thing and it compared Alan with Jay Leno. Nobody considers him a saint. Nobody's holding them him to these high standards that Alan DeGeneres is. And I think we really need to ask ourselves, would we prefer for someone to do nothing and we don't really expect anything good from them? So therefore, when they do shitty things, we don't care and so we much, kind of yeah. just get on with our lives. Or would we prefer someone to really try and be a good person and give back to the community and create good and therefore if we do want that from them we have to be wary of how we treat them when they make a misstep yeah not saying that these allegations have been simply just missteps but yeah I think it's just that yeah we therefore don't really allow when people do hold themselves to this higher standard we don't really allow for any kind of error. Exactly. And, yeah, and again, I, I don't want any of this to um, minimise the allegations. Well, of course we'd rather have good people doing good things. It's just that, yeah, when people do go out and try and do good, it means that people are combing back through everything they've done or everything they're going to do from there on and saying, oh, well, you really care about the environment, but what about this time in 2015 when you flew this many miles and used like this much av gas in the plane or shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's really hard. And and this isn't just Alan now. This is no, just, you know, the a conversation. whole culture in general. I read an article on Forbes that was about the Me Too movement and how after the sexual assault allegations came into this, we approached the Alan DeGeneres show and the scandal, I guess, that is now surrounding it. And it, they brought in a good point about the benefit of the doubt So sometimes when, you know, men in the media industry or in any industry have allegations made against them, for a while, if you can't corroborate or whatever, they're given the benefit of the doubt. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it with someone whose last name is Weinstein who got given the benefit of the doubt for a while. Anyway, and I wonder if with women or with Alan in this circumstance, how much of the benefit of the doubt they get given for being such you know upstanding members of society up until then or or just I don't even know why there's less because of the pedestal that they're on maybe but and I think that's much more problem of we should be giving no one the benefit of the exactly. doubt exactly you know it's about believing victims yeah and and it's fucked up that we're so much more forgiving of these male characters than of females and I don't have the answers we don't have all the answers we just have conversations that we can start and kind of half finish yeah but it always the way hopefully some of the stuff got you guys thinking i mean there is no denying the awful workplace culture that obviously has manifested within the alan degeneres show and there's no denying that alan is probably not a perfect person i think now it's very important to look at the entertainment industry as a whole and figure out why these issues have allowed to fester so long.
in any industry and people like Ellen that have been called out for it are the people that are going to be leading the change. So we'll be following this story and how it develops but that was the lowdown on why the fuck everyone's talking about Ellen and yeah some of the discourse that we should be having around it. As always you can find us at you should care about on instagram or at the shit show underscore underscore times a million shit you should care about the facebook group the shit you should care about squad and please keep leaving us reviews sending us messages sharing the podcast on instagram when you listen to it we love seeing that and it really does help us it helps us out a bunch so thank you for everyone that has been doing that it's been amazing to see thanks for listening guys bye 